Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another special event here at Van Hack. For those who don't know me yet, I am Maria and I am the community manager here at Van Hack. And today I am with Courtney, who is a training specialist. And if you have attended two other events in the past, you probably have seen her around. Hello, Courtney. How are you today? I'm good, Maria. Super happy to be here and, and be talking about our women in tech events um, because I'm super passionate about them. So I'm really excited to share some of that uh, with the general community. That's great. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so today, the idea is that we will answer some of the questions about Banhack Women in Tech Fairit event. So if you have some questions, uh, please leave it in the comments. We will try to answer those. And I think we should start like from the beginning, talking about what is the event, what is Women in Tech hiring event, and how does it work here at Banhack? Yeah, so our Women in Tech events are really, really exciting. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, so a lot that candidates don't see, right? But on our end, our Women in Tech event lasts for three days, uh, but the candidates that are selected only have to attend one of the three. So a lot easier for them. Um, and really how it works is that, you know, you will, you make a profile on VanHack if you don't already have one. You apply to the event. Our team begins screening um, a month or more beforehand uh, because we are looking for you know anywhere between like 150 to 200 candidates to attend. So we start screening early. So and that's kind of how you get in. Really, you just need to apply, <laughs> and somebody from our team will review your profile. Yeah, that's great. Um, what are the requirements to participate in this event? Yeah, so that's a great question. So for women in tech events, you do have to have at least four years of experience in, you know, the the skill that you're applying for. So if, if you're a JavaScript developer, we're going to be making sure that you have four years experience working in JavaScript. Same as like if you're a Ruby developer, we're going to make sure you have four years of experience there as well. Um, but other than that, that's really the main requirement. So when we are screening your profiles, that is the first thing we're looking for is, does this person, you know, have the years of experience <laughs> that we need? Uh, and then we're also looking at what kind of experience you have. So just to, you know, where have you worked before? Is this something like super transferable skills that are the companies we work with? are looking for, uh, but we're also kind of looking at your communication skills. So English, not so important. Like you don't have to have perfect English. That is not it. When we're talking about communication skills, it's really, are you comprehending questions that you're being asked? And are you able to answer those in a way that every, like the person that you're talking to can really understand. So that's kind of, that's what we're looking for uh, when we're doing selection. That's great. So this is so important that they have a complete profile of Banghack, right? That yes. Is, <laughs> yes. So all the information. <laughs> exactly. We will still consider folks that don't have a completed profile, but we'll tell you 
to complete your profile. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it is having a complete Vanhack profile is really, really important, especially for our hiring partners, because they do rely on those quite often. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really a great way for Resumes are, you know, hit or miss. <laughs> some people have outstanding yes. ones. Some people's aren't so great. <laughs> um, the Van Hack profile makes it so everyone's looks the same. So there isn't a bias when a hiring partner is looking at a resume um, because everything looks the same. <laughs> so it's really important yeah. to have it filled out completely. That's great. Um, we know that Banhack plays an important role, like empowering women uh, into tech and find a job abroad and conquer an international and well-paid career. So the Women in Tech hiring event is so important for us. And this is why we want to answer all of these questions. But what would you say to the Women in Tech about joining this fantastic event? Like, how can this open doors to these kind of candidates? Yeah, so the great thing, I like one of the best things I think um, that happens in this event is the networking opportunities. So it's not just networking with the co- with companies, but you're also then being exposed to a large group of your peers, essentially. And like we've seen friendships build <laughs> through women in tech events. People That's connect right. with each other, and you know, networking is so important in, you know, finding new employment and, and getting ahead as well. But even uh, when, when we're thinking about relocation, if you already know someone that is, has relocated, it can make it a lot easier uh, and a lot less stressful because you can ask them about their experience. So I think one of the best things is the peer, (laughs) the peer connections, uh, really. But obviously company connections as well, (laughs) Um, you get exposed. So even if you aren't necessarily successful and you don't land a job offer as a result of the event, you're still, you've still been exposed, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe that company's hiring again in the future. They remember who you were and they call you (laughs) because that happens, right? Like that happens every day. And so, yeah, I think the networking is, is very, very valuable on both company and peers. Now that we are talking about the networking, how is this dynamic during the event? How this happens? Because it's a virtual event, how how this goes? So virtual networking, um, I'm not gonna lie, it can be stressful. <laughs> mm-hmm. So our networking meetings at, during all of our Van Hack events are only five minutes. So super okay. quick, it's like, it's bang, 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 right? So if you mm-hmm. are, when, sorry, when someone's in a networking meeting, you have to be really concise in your answers. So if somebody says, obviously, first normal question you get asked, just tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to answer that really quickly and concisely. So you give enough information, but then still have enough time to answer some other questions that they that they might want to ask you. So it can be stressful, but we do offer, and I know Maria's going to ask me about this, but we do <laughs> offer a lot of preparation um, classes and, you know, information to help you be as prepared as possible. So yeah, but networking, five minute networking sessions during the event, obviously networking through our Slack community with other women that are participating, 
that doesn't have a time limit, right? <laughs> so yeah, stressful, <laughs> building like friendships, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. And especially if you're move, thinking about relocate, tips, advice, everything mm -hmm. works, right? Um, well, I, we have our first question here, and it's about the possibility uh, for those who have less experience in development. What happened? Why they can or they can't apply? So the reason that we're looking for individuals that have the four plus years of experience is that that's what we're seeing our hiring partners are asking for. So if we were to select somebody with less experience, they are not, they're unfortunately, they're not going to be successful at that time. Um, but that being said, we definitely still want you to encourage you. Like we don't want you to give up. Um, there are, you know, sometimes there are positions on the VanHack platform that are outside of an event that, you know, will take folks with less experience. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Uh, you could also, uh, we have an academy situation situation that was a weird way of saying that but um, we have a van hack academy to help folks you know prep and and enhance their skills that might be something that individuals with some less experience want to look into so when they do have a certain amount of experience and they'll they're ready to be super successful in getting a job right away but that's yeah usually yeah. it's based on what companies are looking for And it's like about time, right? That you're going to have the four years of experience exactly. at some point. So you we'll just be preparing yourself uh, and be ready for the moment that it, when it's your opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, Courtney, tell us a little bit about the behind the scenes. What happened in your team during this event? <laughs> What happens with our team? Um, chaos, but good. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can imagine, screening folks is it's a lot of work. So we usually see over 800 applicants for our women in tech event. And we can only select up to 200, depending on how many companies we have signing up. So as you can imagine, like, obviously, you could be an amazing developer and be great at what you do and not be selected. And it's not because you're not good enough at all. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just because we unfortunately don't have the capacity to, you know, we have a certain amount of people that we are allowed to select based on demand. Um, so we always encourage people to apply for the next one because we always, we try to change it up, right? So we always try to try to select new people. So you have, so we have people getting the opportunities. Um, But yeah, so behind the scenes, a lot of phone call or a lot of video calls for screening. And then the days of the events are really, really fun. <laughs> We connect yeah, I can imagine. A lot of candidates, a lot of hiring partners. Um, we connect, you know, with each other. Van Hack's fully remote. So being in a room <laughs> together uh, is really fun. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's a little chaotic, but it is again, super fun, super rewarding, and I wouldn't change it. <laughs> so. well, that's great that it's something that makes us happy to work with, right? <laughs> um, you tell us about the preparation that they receive. Like, let's pretend that I am a candidate. I am shortlisted. What is going to happen? How is my next steps? 
Yeah. So once you are shortlisted for women in tech event, you receive an email obviously saying like, Hey, congrats, you're in. (laughs) So that comes with a schedule to classes. Uh, I am the, I'm the person that does all the classes. So if you are selected, you get to hang out with me (laughs) and (laughs) the classes really do help folks get prepared. So Mm -hmm. we talk about interview skills. We talk about the elevator pitch, which is how you would answer that. Tell me about yourself question in that concise way. Um, We talk about (laughs) negotiating offers, technical interviews, um, For our Women in Tech event, we do a really exciting workshop called I Am Remarkable. It's a Google initiative. So myself and one of my fabulous colleagues, Grace, we facilitate that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really is just a way for women to feel more confident and empowered. So that I think great value add um, for a women in tech event. Um, And then another super, super high value thing is the practice interviews. So starting about four weeks before the event start, we open up practice interviews and we have a great team of interview advisors who go through and help people prepare. And you might be thinking, I've been on interviews, I know what I'm doing. That's cool. You might know what you're doing, but practice makes perfect. Interviewing is a skill um, and it's something that can always be improved, right? Like I'm sure our, our advisors who teach people to go on interviews, myself who teaches people to go on interviews, we've probably all had a bad job interview, right? Like, yeah, all the times. So it is definitely a skill that can always be improved, always be worked on and I think our practice interviews are super high value. We see typically the first few people hired out of any event are people who have attended the practice interview and have attended at least two classes. So <laughs> very high value there. Please attend them if, if you are selected uh, because it will help you be more successful. Amazing. We are having a question here and it's like, when we can expect the email for the event selection that it's coming in October, for example, where is that deadline that they have to be like checking the email? So uh, our team has already started some of the screening for women in tech in October. So if you have not applied, I definitely recommend applying pretty much ASAP. Our applications typically close two weeks before the event. But like I mentioned, if you know, we're screening as, as we go pretty much. So if we fill up, say, um, for Ruby on Rails, we've found fabulous Ruby on Rails candidates and we're kind of, we have to stop selection on it because we've, we've found folks, unfortunately, then you wouldn't necessarily get selected. So I always recommend applying early. Now is a perfect time. Um, We haven't made any final decisions on any selections. Um, But yeah, apply as the earliest as possible. Um, (laughs) We likely won't be telling anyone an official, yes, you're in, or unfortunately you haven't been selected for the next few weeks. Um, And really that's because, you know, we're still a bit over two months or Uh, yeah, a bit under three months out um, to the event. So yeah, it's just a little too soon um, to be making those, those selections, but we would likely be starting in, in September. 
Okay, that's good. Um, during my interaction with the companies, mm -hmm. if I am a candidate, I can expect some speed interviews. What is this? How this works? We want to know it. Yeah, so those speed interviews, um, kind of like I mentioned before, if you were around, those are only five minutes. So what you can expect during those kind of five minute, really quick networking calls is you're definitely going to be asked, tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but we, because we have such a mix of which hiring partners are attending, sometimes we have folks from their technical teams and sometimes we have folks from their HR teams. So you might be asked a couple technical questions, obviously not super, super, super in-depth ones because of the time limit, but technical questions do come up. We mostly see more of those behavioral questions, just kind of getting to know you more as a, as a person. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of mixed. I can't tell you exactly what questions you would be asked or what to expect because it varies um, so greatly, but I can tell you that you will be prepared for anything that comes your way. If you attend classes or catch the replays afterwards, uh, you will definitely have a good understanding of how to answer those questions in a concise way, which I am not very good at today. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, we have other question, and it's about like, are technical interviews part of this event or they happen after? Uh, so yeah, kind of like I mentioned, you might encounter a few technical questions, but it's not a part of the event. If you are successful and get moved in the process with a specific company, there will definitely be a technical component. Uh, but that would be, you know, a few weeks or, or so after the event when you're in an, a typical interview process, essentially. Uh, our events really are that first foot in the door meeting, uh, very, very quick, just so the hiring partners can get to know you a bit and decide who they want to move forward uh, with for, you know, that full, full process where you'll probably get a take home challenge and, and a few, a couple interviews to get to know you even more. That's great. So how can I be prepared? Like, oh, of course, I know that Banhack is going to help me to prepare, but I can do something by my own to prepare for these questions or for the event itself. Yeah. So We definitely have classes that will help you prepare. So if you're selected for the event, even if you're not able to attend the classes, you will have access to the slides and to a recorded, like a recording. So you can always check those out afterwards. I know some of our past candidates save the material and look back at it. I actually had someone yesterday who attended our Women in Tech event in April, actually. She messaged me and she's like, hey, I have an offer round interview today. Can you send me that class about negotiating? I was like, of course. Yes. Um, so long-term support, like that was in April. We're months away from that. If you contact me months afterwards and you're like, Hey, I don't know where I put this. I will send it to you. Um, <laughs> on your own, you can definitely like Google is a great resource. Um, but one thing I would caution with that is If you live in India, Nigeria, Brazil, wherever it is, if you're Googling like how to answer this interview question, you're likely going to be getting localized results. Um, 
So if you are doing interviews in a global market, you will probably want to be looking at how to answer those in Canada or European countries or wherever it is you're looking, just so you get a really good idea of how to answer questions in that particular labor market. Um, and I know I'm going to not let Maria talk for a second. <laughs> Why I want to say that is I've seen a lot of candidates struggle, especially with tell me about yourself. And they start with saying like, oh, I went to school here. I have a bachelor's blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be really honest in telling you, I don't care where you went to school. <laughs> uh, what I am looking for, what companies in like Western markets are more looking for are what are you doing right now? Great that you went to school. That was years ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we want to know what you're doing right now. What skills are you do using? What, like, who are you now as a professional? Uh, yeah. So that is a big tip that I would like to, like to say to for share. anybody that asked that is start with what you're currently working on. Okay. Uh, Courtney, what kind of companies will participate in these kind of events? Lots. <laughs> So we have a lot of hiring partners that we work with and who attends our events kind of always changes up a bit, obviously, based on who's hiring. Um, we have really small startups that attend and then we have corporations that attend. So it's really vast when we're thinking about the size of company, but also the types of companies we have, you know, fintech, e-commerce, ed tech. I've seen you know, companies that are more into like sports um, okay. and navigation. So it's, oh. it's really vast. Um, you'll, you'll come across a lot of places that you've probably never heard of that do really, really cool things. Um, but <laughs> yeah, what I want to say here is you'll get a company guidebook. If you attend an event, you will receive a guidebook about two weeks before that's going to be constantly updated as more companies join. So you'll have an idea of what to, what to expect, like who, who you might be meeting in networking. Um, but again, it's, it's going to vary. It's super vast um, in terms of, of interest. So there's really, there's going to be something for everyone. Great. Uh, we have other really good question here, and is does the companies that participate in the event are aligned with Banhack culture and values? Yes. <laughs> so yes, um, we our growth managers are great at you know talking to the companies and the hiring partners, getting a good feel on you know what it's what their culture is like, and if it's you know we have not worked with certain companies based on, you know, thinking, you know, we don't, if we wouldn't want to work here, do we want to place someone there? Right. So uh, we definitely, that is things that we look into. I can't guarantee that every experience is fabulous <laughs> because, you know, things happen. Uh, life. Yeah. Right. It's life. Uh, there's, there's always going to be someone that has a bad experience in any workplace, right? It's just, that's mm -hmm. the nature of, of work. <laughs> But yeah. I can guarantee that we do, you know, ask a lot of questions and try to get as good of an idea as we can about what that company is, is like to, to work at. That's great. And what are these companies looking for 
not like in the technical way, probably you as a person, because you're going to be there, right? Like it's your life. Work is a big part of life. Exactly. So we find a lot, like, we know you have the technical skills. We wouldn't select you if you didn't. Our hiring partners know that as well. So really a lot of it is soft skills. And a lot of, I find a lot of devs struggle with this, to be honest, is, is knowing how to communicate, knowing how to be personable and totally get it. <laughs> it's very difficult to do um, cross-culturally and behind a computer screen. But I do like soft skills are super important. You need to be able to sell those um, like mm -hmm. that you're a great communicator, that you have leadership skills, whatever. Um, obviously, every company is going to be a bit different, but really what they're looking for is will this individual fit in with our company culture? Because I don't think anywhere wants to hire someone if like, let's say I've interviewed Maria and I'm like, she seems nice, but I don't think she's going to get along well with the team. And then I interview Rita and I'm like, I think everyone on the team is going to love Rita. If those are my two options, I'm going to go with the person that I think everyone's going to love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it doesn't mean that you aren't awesome. It just, it's not the right fit for you. Um, and I don't think you want to be in an environment like that. The company That's doesn't true. want you in an environment like that. So finding the right fit can take time, right? And no shame in that. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes a bit to find, to find that right fit. But yeah, selling your soft skills and being personable and authentic. I would say <laughs> showcase that you are confident in what you do. It's not just, um, and I find a lot of women struggle with this one. If I ask, if somebody asks you a question, like what was a successful project you worked on and you only talk about what your team did, you are not selling your skills. You're telling them how great your team, team, right? Okay. <laughs> so know how to sell yourself, know how to sell your skills be personable, be authentically you. Um, that's my biggest advice on what companies are, are looking for uh, in, besides the technical ability. Yeah, that's great. Um, during the event, the candidates have the opportunity to have some interaction with the recruiters. So they can invite me, like for example, if I am a candidate to other job in the future, like probably not for this opportunity, but they can keep me in mind after. Of course. Our, we're talking about Van Hash recruiters, right? Yeah. Yeah. A 100%. <laughs> um, we definitely um, we definitely see folks that maybe they weren't successful in getting a job through the event. Uh, but we see like a lot of times our other our other recruiters within Van Hack will look at that and be like, oh, this person's great. I think they're going to be great for this role. Uh, and then they'll contact you. <laughs> so events are obviously, we would love everyone that attends an event to get hired through an event. The reality is, is that there's not as, you know, there's not going to be an open position for every single person. Yeah. But by going through it, you're, you are improving your skills, you're getting more prepared for interviews. And that is only going to help you you know, in other processes. So definitely our recruiters will look at that and say, cool, this person's great. I'm going to call them. 
Yeah, and it's like you are going to be prepared for other opportunities. Like it's not need necessary that you use only what you learn for this type of events. You can do exactly. it. That's great. And how these events empowered women in tech? So I think what is great about our Women in Tech event is that we are pre-vetting the companies to, they all know you are only going to meet women here, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I think part of, part of that empowerment is knowing like, you're not going to be up against a hundred men for one to one woman for the same job. Um, and we do lift, we lift each other up a lot. So we see the women attending, like we create a Slack community, a uh, Slack channel specifically for the folks that are, are attending. We see the women attending lifting each other up all the time. Um, if somebody's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And people will be like, no, you're great. You've got this. You know, like, we really work on helping you build up your confidence because that is one of the biggest things I think for women in the technical space is that a lot of times you feel smaller, um, mm -hmm. feel less confident than you would maybe in other, other industries because it is so male dominated. So by creating a space that is just for women, we really are, are trying to help you and lift you up, help you with your confidence and, and really, you know, propel women forward in tech. We want to see more women being hired. And that's really what our Women in Tech event is for, is to help more women get hired in tech spaces. That's great. And like improving the confidence, I think that is so important. Um, what I can expect after the event? I have to do follow-ups. I have to do something else. What is going to happen after? Yeah, so you don't really necessarily have to do anything. Um, okay. you, can, you can follow up, uh, you know, with me. Um, you can be like, hey, just want to check in um, what's going on. But basically, after the event, I am going to give everyone that attended some updates on, you know, we're seeing this many interviews happening right now. This many interviews are happening right now. Um, it can take time. I do want to caution, like, some companies, some of our hiring partners move lightning fast and they've booked interviews before the event is even over for all of us. So like if it was a day one, we see some companies already sending out those interview requests by day three of the event and we're still going. Um, but then we yeah. see other companies that really take, they take their time more. Um, and, you know, it might take a few weeks. It might take a month uh, we would prefer it to go faster <laughs> and we're definitely working on that, but it can take time um, before, you know, they have to sit down, they have to talk about everybody they met and then they have to decide who they want to move forward with. So we would love it if everybody was super quick, but sometimes they're not. <laughs> so yeah, you sometimes expect, take time. Yeah, exactly. You can expect that you may have to wait to hear anything. Um, yeah, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like, oh, the next day <laughs> oh are there remote jobs in this event and like where are i other question that I, i think they need to know it's like they are only in canada or we are having from other parts in the world yeah so 
what is so cool is that there's companies from literally everywhere. So we do have a strong presence in Canada. So you will see a lot of Canadian companies, you know, in the bigger places like Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, but you'll also see Canadian companies in smaller places like Prince Edward Island, Halifax, Winnipeg. You know, we've had some from Saskatchewan. Everybody's probably like, I don't know what Courtney is saying <laughs> because not everyone exists, right? Um, but we see we see companies from all across Canada, which is really cool because you know big cities aren't for everyone. Uh, but we also have a lot of European countries, so a lot of places, a lot of German companies attend our events. Um, Portugal, France, Netherlands, Sweden, Spain. I'm probably missing some. <laughs> Those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, and we also have remote roles. So if you're not interested in the relocation piece, there's there's always remote roles. We typically see those coming from US-based companies, but okay. not to say that it's not across the world. <laughs> we definitely have some of those, but our most common remote opportunities are US-based. That's great. So they have a lot of options to choose a lot where of they options. want to go. <laughs> yeah. How I can prepare myself better if I don't get selected to for this hiring event? So I wanted to say, if you are not selected, it doesn't mean that you don't have the skills and requirements that could have gotten you selected. It might just mean that we had enough people selected already. There's there's so many reasons why somebody might not be selected that otherwise is an awesome candidate. But really what you can and should do it, make sure your profile is complete. That is the biggest yeah. tip because if, you know, we're getting down to, we need to make final selections. We're likely going to be looking for people who have all of the information we need to make a decision. So make sure your profile is ready uh, and then be active. In Van Hack, like be active in the community, be applying for other jobs because I have seen folks that only apply for events, and that to me is and weird. That's for jobs, yeah. like apply for jobs too because both there's ways to be successful in both. Um, events, obviously, great exposure, great experience, but you still do you still should be applying to the jobs on the platform just to again boost your chances of, of getting an interview and to ultimately getting hired. So please do that. Um, yes, yeah. we are Milena, it's in mm -hmm. the comments and she's leaving the links for the jobs okay. opportunity. So awesome. if you want to <laughs> apply, just check on those. Um, can I invite other women in tech to register in these events or in the platform? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You can definitely you know, refer your friends, family members, whoever it is. And I believe if you use, I think there's a referral code on your own profile. So if you send them that and they sign up through that and then they ultimately get hired, I think you get $500. Maria yes, can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Yes. So no, if, if your friend gets hired after using your referral link, you get rewarded. So, so definitely invite people you know. <laughs> Yeah, and it's also nice to help your friends to yeah. make their dreams true <laughs> and you receive a reward. Why not, right? Exactly. Double bonus. <laughs> yeah, double. Yes. You can you have a place to visit your friend now in <laughs> wherever you want and you receive the money. So that's great. Okay, I think that's all the questions. Let me just check. 
Um, about the networking, like, yes, we have it. We did it. Yeah, I think they are pretty old questions. Um, I want to use like this opportunity also to talk about that we are having a Women in Tech scholarship with Academy, Banhag Academy. So if you're looking to prepare yourself for an international career or you're looking for that extra boost, Banhag Academy is offering 25 scholarships for women in tech. So you can say, check the requirements and apply in the link. We are going to leave it as well in the comments. Um, the deadline is tomorrow. So I think please visit it today or tomorrow at least and apply. This is a really good opportunity to find that confidence and that extra mm -hmm. push, right? Courtney, thank you so much for answering all of these questions. And thank you everyone for joining us and for attending and bringing your questions today. It was really nice to know about the hiring event here in Banghack. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Maria. No, thank you. And okay, let's also visit our event page so you can see where it's coming next. And yeah, thank you for joining us today. See you around. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack Podcast. Make sure to create your account at vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.